proof the consecration was never done. Episode 9 of Signs and Secrets of Fatima with Mariana Bartold. Through Sister Lucia, Our Lady requested the Pope, in union with all the bishops, consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart. It is important to study the chronology of this request. The bishops of Portugal formally requested this of Pius XI. He ignored them, despite the great sign marking the onset of divine chastisements. The bishops in turn chose to alter their request, hoping for better results. It was a different request, sealed with a different promise, made by our Lord to a different seer, although its roots do go back to Our Lady of Fatima's great secret from July 13, 1917. The conflation of these two different requests has in turn led to much confusion and error surrounding Fatima. Hello and welcome to Signs and Secrets, featured on the Fatima Center channel. I'm Mariana Bartold, the author of Fatima, the Signs and Secrets. Today I continue with the Fatima timeline, focusing on Heaven's command for the collegial consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. The first part of this chronology, featured in the previous broadcast of Signs and Secrets, is Episode 8, and it is entitled, Proof the Consecration Was Never Done. It ended with a May 18, 1936 letter from Sister Lucia to her confessor, Reverend Father Jose Bernardo Gonzalez, S.J., in it, she reiterated the details of the Chuy Spain apparition of June 13, 1929, wherein the Virgin announced, quote, The moment has come in which God asks the Holy Father, in union with all the bishops of the world, to make the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart, promising to save it by this means, unquote. In March of 1937, Bishop de Silva Aviera, after years of perseverant effort on the part of Sister Lucia and some of her superiors, including two of her confessors, Father Gonzalez and Father Aparicio, finally wrote to Pope Pius XI to make the requests for the collegial consecration of Russia and for the papal promulgation of the five first Saturdays of reparatory devotion to the Immaculate Heart. The bishop's letter states in part, quote, This religious, referring to Sister Lucia, asks me to communicate to your holiness that according to a revelation from heaven, the good Lord promises to end the persecution in Russia if your holiness deigns to make and order all the bishops of the Catholic world equally to make a public and solemn act of reparation and consecration of Russia to the most holy hearts of Jesus and Mary, and also deigns to approve and recommend the practice of the reparatory devotions, unquote. 
On April 8, 1937, Father Joaquin Alonso, the appointed Fatima archivist, reported that the bishop's letter was received at Rome at the end of March in 1937. And in fact, on April 8, the Holy See also acknowledged receiving it. Tragically, Pope Pius XI never responded to either Bishop de Silva or Sister Lucia or any of her confessors. On the night of January 25th through the 26th, 1938, the great sign appeared as it was foretold by Our Lady in the Great Secret of July 1917, in which she said, in part, was a sign, quote, given you by God that he is about to punish the world for its crimes by means of war, famine, and persecutions of the Church and of the Holy Father, unquote. This was the sign of our times, for the foretold chastisement never ended, and in truth it continues to this day. On this night, beginning two hours after sunset, an aurora borealis of exceptional size and intensity of color, predominantly blood red, hovered over Europe and extended to North Africa. Also seen in the United States and parts of Canada, the most frightening descriptions of it issued from Europe. According to experts, nothing like it had been seen for centuries. Sister Lucia considered it the God-given sign of which the Virgin warned if her requests were not heeded, and so Lucia immediately informed her bishop and other superiors. This unusual sign occurred in the very month that Adolf Hitler decided to illegally annex Austria to Germany. Thus began what Our Lady called the Worst War in the reign of Pius XI. In June of 1938, Collectively, the Portuguese bishops sent a request to the Pope, this time asking only for a world consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Whether this idea was their own, due to the Pope's refusal to respond, or if it was somehow related to the 1935 requests of our Lord to another Portuguese seer, Alexandrina Maria de Costa, is indefinite. In any event, the bishop's letter, like Bishop de Silva's the year before, prudently reminded the Pope of the graces received by Portugal due to their earlier consecration of their nation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. On February 6, 1939, seven months before the declaration of World War II, Sister Lucia wrote to Bishop de Silva, telling him that the war was imminent. She also wrote that, quote, in this horrible war, Portugal would be spared because of the national consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary made by the bishops. She also wrote, the principal chastisement will be for the nations that wanted to destroy the kingdom of God in souls, unquote. On February 10th, 1939, Pope Pius XI, God rest his soul, died. His successor, Cardinal Pacelli, Secretary of State, ascended the papal throne, taking the name of Pope Pius XII. Now, what is one to think of Pius XI's consistent and silent refusal to acquiesce to heaven's commands? To quote Fatima historian and apologist Frère Michael de la Sainte Trinité, otherwise known as Brother Michael of the Holy Trinity, quote, 
the expression of the great secret in the reign of Pius XI undoubtedly has another meaning than a purely chronological indication of the beginning of the war. Did not Our Lady of Fatima wish to use this expression above all to designate the pontiff who for his part was to carry a heavy responsibility for the war? We remember indeed that after predicting this war, Our Lady continued by saying, To prevent this, I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays of the month. Pope Pius XI was informed of these requests and the promise of Russia's conversion connected with them in 1930 and again in 1937. Finally, the collective petition of the Portuguese bishops in June of 1938, although slightly different in inspiration, had drawn his attention once more to Fatima and the urgent necessity of a solemn consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary to obtain the grace of peace for the entire world. The responsibility of the Pope, who did not deign to show interest in these requests, as Friar Michael continues, and in the end decided to ignore them, even in the hour of imminent peril, is certain. The secret of Fatima seems to underline the responsibility in a formula which is reminiscent of the Sub Pontio Pilato in our creed. And when Our Lady said, If my requests are not heeded, another worse war will begin in the reign of Pius XI. Unquote. In April of 1940, Father Gonzalez wrote to the new Pope an initial request for the consecration of Russia. On April 24th, Sister Lucia wrote to Father Gonzalez saying, quote, If he, meaning our good Lord, wants to, he can hasten that cause. But to punish the world, he will let it go slowly. His justice, provoked by our sins, wants it that way. Sometimes he becomes annoyed not only at grave sins, but also at our laxity and negligence in attending to his requests. Unquote. What a warning that is to the Pope, the bishops, and the entire church militant. On June 15, 1940, again, Sister Lucia wrote her confessor, quote, as for the consecration of Russia, it was not done in the month of May as you expected. It will be done, but not right away. God wants it this way for now, to punish the world for its crimes. We deserve it. Afterwards, he will listen to our humble prayers. I am really sorry it was not done. In the meantime, so many souls are being lost. Unquote. August 18, 1945, stressing the need for prayer and sacrifice by all Catholics, lay and religious, in another letter to Father Gonzalez, Sister Lucia's following words encourage and reinforce the efforts of those of us who recognize and pray and work for the complete and proper fulfillment of the Virgin's command to the Pope to order and lead the collegial consecration of Russia, saying that, Quote, it pleases our Lord to know that someone tries to get from his vicar on earth the realization of his wishes, but the Holy Father will not do it yet. He doubts its reality. 
Our good Lord could, through some prodigy, show clearly that it is he who asks it. But he takes this opportunity to punish the world with his justice for so many crimes and to prepare it for a more complete turn toward him. Unquote. In the closing of this letter, Sister Lucia wrote what we too should personally consider. Quote, in the meantime, don't forget, whenever you can, to take advantage of any occasions that you may have to renew our request to the Holy Father to see if we can shorten this moment, meaning of waiting and of punishment. I feel sorry for the Holy Father, and I pray a lot for His Holiness through my humble prayers and sacrifices. Unquote. Between the months of September and October of 1940, Having conferred together, both Manuel Ferreira, Bishop of Gerza, who personally knew Pius XII, and Father Gonzalez agreed upon a different approach with the new Pope. Individually, they ordered Sister Lucia to personally write the Holy Father and alter Our Lady's specific 1929 request by instead asking for a world consecration with a special mention of Russia, because they believed that this request could be more easily obtained. Now, this idea appears to be a seemingly clever but man-made hybrid of two different requests that have been made through two different visionaries, one being Sister Lucia, through whom both Our Lord and Our Lady insisted on a collegial consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart, and Alexandrina Maria de Costa, through whom our Lord requested that the Pope consecrate the world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Between these two commands, we must pay careful attention to all of the important differences. In addition, Father Gonzalez wanted Sister Lucia to reveal the secret to the Pope, presumably because the Bishop of Liera, for whom it was intended to read and publicly disseminate, relentlessly refused to request Lucia to disclose it to him. On October 22, 1940, in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament, Lucia spent two hours on her knees begging for God's direction at this new command. Our Lord responded first by reminding her to pray for the Holy Father and to sacrifice herself, quote, so that his courage would not succumb under the bitterness that opposes him, unquote. But note well the terrible judgment of God, followed by a promise of mitigation. Quote, the tribulation will continue and augment. I will punish the nations for their crimes by war, famine, and persecution of my church, and this will weigh especially upon my vicar on earth. His Holiness will obtain an abbreviation of these days of tribulation if he takes heed of my wishes by promulgating the act of consecration of the whole world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary with a special mention of Russia." Unquote. From whence came this new request to consecrate the whole world to the Immaculate Heart? Upon reflection, one realizes that it issues from Our Lady's words, when she said, quote, God wishes to establish in the world 
devotion to my Immaculate Heart, unquote. As Frère Michel explained so well, quote, This divine oracle, pronounced in 1917 by Our Lady of Fatima, simultaneously explains both the mission of Sister Lucia and the mission of another Portuguese seer, Alexandrina Maria de Costa. The requests and promises of Fatima were destined to dominate our whole century. And as an aside, I will add, it also dominates this century until Our Lady's commands are fulfilled. To continue with Fermica, quote, But while he waited for the fuller realization of this great design of mercy through the conversion of Russia, God chose another messenger to entrust her with obtaining another, less spectacular, and meritorious act. Still, this act would contribute to the development of devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and facilitate the fulfillment of the most important requests, the only decisive ones, those of Fatima. Unquote. In next week's episode, I will continue with this Fatima chronology on the collegial consecration of Russia. Until the next time, may God bless you, and may Our Lady Mary keep you and yours under her starry mantle. Salve, Regina. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. For more resources regarding the message of Fatima and to support this vital apostolate with a donation, please visit our website, fatima.org, or call us at 1-800-263-8160. Immaculate and sorrowful heart of Mary, be our salvation. Sacred heart of Jesus, Thy kingdom come.